0: What's up, fam? It's D. And you know what? Let's just get right to the boogie. Um, and before I say um, anything else, um, you know, hey, look, at the end of the day, we all know what works for everybody is different. Uh, please do not take any of this information to treat, diagnose, or cure type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition. Is any and all changes must to anything must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what, you know, um, has changed the lives of you know myself and um, even like what I'm learning from others and either having them share their stories in the hopes that, um, you know, kind of lift one another up and help each other out. Because I sincerely believe even if all this does is change one life, the faster that we lift each other up and the faster that we help each other out, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families and the faster we're saving families, the faster, families, the faster we change the world together. Now, let's just get right to it, man. Um, Yeah, I'm sick. Um, I'm hoping um, and I'm hoping and praying that this isn't um, the coronavirus. Um, And I'd be kind of lying through my teeth um, if I didn't admit to you right now that, um, thank goodness, I have not experienced uh, the, 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 the two most significant signs. Of the coronavirus, right? So if you remember when this thing first first started, it was oh yeah, it's like you know flu-like symptoms and all this other stuff. However, the more that time has passed, the more that we've learned, and there are essentially two key things um, that I have not experienced, and I hope that I don't experience. Part of my brain says yeah, but no, I don't want to experience at all. Okay, Um, and so I wasn't, I didn't publish yesterday. Normally, I publish obviously every Tuesday and Thursday um and i didn't um because i didn't know if i wanted to like say something about it you know and usually that's usually the inkling right like you know whenever you feel that you shouldn't do something usually the inkling that you should do it right um so here we are um i was actually on the phone with my uh the gentleman that i work with um his name is joe Shout out to Joe if he ever hears this. And, um, you know, we, we not only work together, do business stuff together, but we also like pray together. And, um, I was, uh, shopping and I was going to tell him something. I'm not really shopping, just picking up some stuff at the local store, which I'll tell you about here in a second. Cause I'll tell you what I'm doing and what I'm using to fight everything that I can. Um, I, and a quick heads up. I mean, you know, obviously if you're not into praying and stuff like that, no worries, all love. Okay. Anyways. I was in the store and I'm like, you know what, dude, I don't know if I want to say this out loud. So let me call you back. And I felt weird. I felt weird. It's not like there's a million people in the store, but I'm like, man, like, okay, well, um, let me be honest here. Like I still have to fight this thing and I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Anyway, here's the thing. Um, When they say, you know, everything from nausea, you know, dry cough, sore throat, um, headaches, fatigue, all that stuff. um, I've, I'm experiencing all that stuff um, and have experienced it um, intermittently, kind of like on and off over about the last week and a half, um, close to two weeks. Um, I'm holding a lot of hope. Um, and that, Hey, it's just the normal bug, not the Corona bug, you know, that that's kind of going around this time of year. Um, just cause of my exposure, it was raining one day and I ran from basically this parking structure to the building that I work in and uh, I didn't have a hood on or anything like that. I was just running cold in the rain. Um, you know, hot, cold, hot, cold. I'm hoping that's what kind of triggered this whole thing. The good news is the good news, the good news, the good news is, is that, um, that, uh, that I have not experienced the two key things, two key things, which are a fever and loss of, uh, taste or smell. Okay. Or three things I should say. Um, but yeah, those things I have not experienced. So, and I'm hoping I never experienced those. Um, you know, hopefully, so that being said, um, here's what I'm doing and here's what I got, um, at the store. Okay. So I'm basically doing everything I can to combat it. Um, if you remember back when we were kids, uh, we used to do, we used to make these things called suicides, right? You go to like somebody's birthday party and there'd be like three or four or five different types of soda. Right. And you just take a little bit of each kind, you throw it in a cup and then you drink it like suicide. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, that's essentially what I'm making. But like tea and herb style, Um, I'm drinking um, this concoction that I just kind of like pulled out of my ear um, that has everything from green tea, chamomile tea, ginger tea, actually ginger and cinnamon tea, um, organic green tea. I think I said green tea twice already. Um, it's got mint, sage, rosemary, sliced ginger, um, sliced, um, uh, lime. Um, and then what I do is I, I boil it. Um, then I pour that in a cup and then in that cup, I then top that with, um, with, uh, with some apple cider vinegar, uh, vinegar, 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 that's the Filipino part coming out of me, Uh, vinegar and, um, some organic lemon juice that I got from Costco. Um, speaking of stuff from Costco, I'm also taking a multivitamin from Costco. Um, I'm also taking, um, gosh, what am I taking? Um, I'm also taking a, a pill that is zinc, magnesium, and calcium. Um, along with that, um, along with that, um, now look, I'm usually the drug free guy, OK, let me be real here, because we are compromised. I am taking, um, you know, metformin. Um, I haven't taken any cold or cough medicine yet because, like I said, it's a dry cough. It's and it's intermittent. It kind of like goes and comes and goes and comes. And it's not a constant thing. Um, which I kind of feel good about sometimes. And then sometimes I don't feel good about, you know, cause whenever I hear the stories of these people with the light symptoms that tread and then all of a sudden it spikes, you know, like I'm just hoping and praying that's not me. Um, the one part I'll tell you right now that I'm very poor on that. I'm very horrible at, um, is two things. Um, one is sleep. Okay. One is sleep. And if you, um, had, you know, listened to some of the prior episodes leading up to this one, um, I had slipped, you know, I work in the financial space. I work in, in mortgages specifically and, you know, the market flipped on us. Um, long story short, um, with just my team, I think we had like maybe like $80 million that flipped in a day. That literally went sideways. Like nobody could see, nobody saw the market coming. It was the first time in the history of the world that, you know, uh, bonds and interest rates went in two different directions. They're normally tied together. And so, yeah, you know, it freaked me out. You know what I mean? You're like, wow, ah, you know? And um, anyway, I slipped, you know, I slipped. And then I continued to slip kind of on and off um, and stressy you know, it kind of came back, you know, the, the demon came back. Um, good news is, is you know, I'm, I'm clean now, but I think inside of that time is, is really kind of where I may have been exposed, you know, um, because I was eating a little goofy. I was just like, all right, cool. No worries. I'm just going to get in there and work, work out. You know what I mean? I'm just going to have at it. Um, let's be honest here. If you've never, uh, tried it, Um, what's weird is, is I used to beat up on myself, um, every time I would slip and I just kind of come to realize like, you know, after a while I had to mature from that and realize that never one, it never did me any good to continually beat up on myself as much as it did to say, Hey, look, it's fine. We're human. Get up, move, you know, do the next thing. Um, and maybe even make peace with why I was doing that on the inside, you know, um, shouts out to Pharrell Silverberg. Um, on that one. Um, but yeah, you know, like it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a concern. Um, one of the things that I'm doing now is making sure that I'm getting nutrient dense foods. What's kind of funny is I'm actually fall, I'm falling back into and going deep into the four pillars. Okay. So if the four pillars, if you don't know what they are is if you ever go to any type two diabetic diet, it doesn't matter which one it is. It doesn't matter. Okay. Except for like fruitarian. Okay. Um, and here, if you don't, if you haven't listened to those episodes, I'll give you a quick brush up. Okay. So if you look at like the spectrum, if you will, of dieting, you have two totally different extremes out there, right? You've got like eat, no animal, anything. You know what I mean? That's the vegan side, and inside of the vegan side, not even they are completely together. They're even split, right? You have the Newcastle side when it comes to dieting, right? Especially for type two diabetics, you got the Newcastle side who says low carb, starchy vegetables, six to eight hundred calories a day, right? The Newcastle diet out of the UK. Okay, mm-hmm. then you also have the fruitarian diet. And they're like, Hey, just eat nothing but fruits. You know, and I eat a million carbs a day and you know, I have no problem. I'm a diabetic or whatever. And here's the dichotomy in that. Okay. Here's the, here's the uh, dichotomy meaning like the yin and the yang, the other side of the coin, the, you know, the black and the white, if you will. Um, don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just, I'm just saying like, you know, color and non-color if you want to go that way or monochrome. I don't know. I'm not trying to say anything weird. Um, but yeah, when we look at that, side of the corner, that scale, if you will, two polar opposites. um, I used to wonder why that was happening. Like, how can people have all those carbs and not, you know, Mm -hmm. still have a decent A1C? How can they still have a decent, um, you know, a decent blood panel, right? Decent average, right? Average keyword there. A1C is an average, right? And it didn't make sense to me until my grandfather, or not my grandfather, my father-in-law, who's a stage four cancer survivor, type two diabetic, okay? He's this, he's this dude from Brooklyn. Um, we call him the Brooklyn badass, okay? And this dude, he doesn't care. We call him the Brooklyn badass because it doesn't matter if he has like cancer, type two diabetes, whatever. He's eating ice cream. He's eating candy. He's eating whatever. He's probably sucking on a candy right now, Okay. Um, and you're like wondering like, dude, how's he a stage four cancer survivor and a type two diabetic and he has good blood sugars and he eats candy every day. In fact, he eats candy and like just crap. It's everything from ice cream to, um, you know, like Chinese food or whatever. How does he do it? Very simple. On the... Um, because he's a, he's a cancer survivor and my heart, my heart goes to everybody with family and friends who've either, you know, had to deal with cancer struggling with cancer or, you know, have lost their lives, um, or had had survived, um, anybody on the cancer side, Hey, you know, just like us with type two diabetes, it's a metabolic thing. My heart's with you, you know, 100% that thing's a son of a gun. And, um, one of the things, if you've ever been around people that have lived past, or actually survived, you know, up to stage four or even stage whatever, is that they kind of come out of it and they're not really the same. Okay. They're not really the same. And one of the things that had changed my, my father-in-law um, was his appetite. His appetite was gone. It was toast. Um, meaning it's literally to the point now where sometimes my mother-in-law has to just tell him like, Hey, like, did you even eat today? You know, Um, this didn't really hit us until one day, um, after he, he had survived cancer, he was basically just watching TV all day. And then when we went to go get dinner, we brought in Mexican food and he got like one of these street tacos. Now there's different sizes. If you haven't had street tacos, there's ones where if you open your hand, the tortilla goes, is basically like from your fingertip to the base of your palm. Right. And then there's these really small ones, these like 75 cent ones that are like the size of just your palm. It's literally like two bites. And so everybody gets their food. Everybody, you know, the kids are getting, you know, like their, their burritos or whatever. Um, you know, whoever got an enchilada play with the beans and the rice and the, you know, and chips everywhere and all this other stuff. And here he is like, dude, two bites in and he's done, you know, and he turned that two bites into like 10 bites. And we're like, yo, is that all you got pop? You know what I mean? Just to find out that, um, you know, that average, those highs and those lows. Sure. Just like in the fruitarian diet or even the uh, Newcastle diet, when you cut calorie restriction, when they, when they enforce calorie restriction, it doesn't matter how high you spike it. Right. Cause we all know, we all learned in like fifth grade that an average or the highs and the lows and everything in between put together. Well, if you're going to go through those highs and you force yourself through calorie restriction to go through those lows, naturally it's going to average out, okay? On the low-carb side, um, you know, which is really where I kind of find my strength personally because I like to eat um, and I don't want to deprive myself, is um, you, know, you can eat way more calories, but typically they're going to be foods that um, don't spike the blood sugar nowhere near as much, right? So for example, if you had like a thousand calories, I'll give you a perfect example, a thousand calories of straight, like olive oil, like your, your blood sugar is probably not going to flinch. You know what I mean? Um, it's probably not going to go anywhere. Um, if you have like a piece of salmon or even like a piece of steak or something like that, like it'll barely bump a lot of times for a lot of people. Um, obviously everybody's a little bit different, right? There's a spectrum if you will. Um, and so Yeah, Um, when I say go back to the four pillars, here's essentially what they are. Because we don't, because we're type 2 diabetic, we don't want to have like, you know, food that skyrockets our blood sugar. Um, One is going to be, you know, low glycemic, right? We want low glycemic foods. Um, And you'll find these foods, these characteristics on any diet, okay, that claims to help type 2 diabetes, okay? And especially the first two pillars, okay? And here's why. When we eat foods that are low glycemic, obviously we're not looking for foods that don't spike the blood sugar. At the same time, when you look at a low glycemic list, a traditional low low glycemic list, it's going to contain everything from like, you know, apples and oatmeal. And, you know, absolutely. If you're, if you're anything like me, you've tried oatmeal, dude, you might as well set like a little model rocket to your blood sugar, right? It's going to freaking take off like a rocket ship. Uh, it's fast and hard too, for a lot of us. Um, so, yeah, we don't want that. So, the second filter that we put on it, the second pillar, if you will, is low carbohydrate. So, low car- low glycemic, low carbohydrate. When any diet claims to control our blood sugar and we simply eat foods that, by nature, don't spike our blood sugar, right? Very, very simple. Okay, it comes, becomes very straightforward. Like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you mean green means go and red means stop? Like, yeah, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Very, very simple. Okay. Um, and that's how you can fit everything from, you know, vegan, Newcastle, Paleo, Pritikins, Whole30, uh, Mediterranean, Keto, Zero Carb, all those diets. You can literally see like now that the picture is probably going through your head that when you look at those two filters, you can easily eat throughout that entire spectrum. Not only that, obviously, you can apply that to everything from burgers, Mexican food, you know, freaking Thai food, whatever it is. Um, you know, I eat out all the time and if you want to see examples on that, go ahead and check out my YouTube channel. Speaking of which I have not updated in a while and I'm going to, um, so here's the deal. Um, pillar number three, um, is going to be, you know, um, whole foods. Okay. Yes, we can go and eat, you know, quote unquote processed crap, but that's not what we really want. Right. A lot of the diet industry has ruined a lot of these actual the goodness and a lot of these diets and the fact that, um, you know, we see it everywhere. Right. It's like, hey, keto bar. And then you look at like the the back of the wrapper and you're like, oh, gosh, like, what is this? You know what I mean? This is horse crap. You know, just because you put keto on the wrapper. Like, what is this? You know, this is horrible. Um, And so, yeah, Whole Foods. Right. Old school style. Right. Granny style. You know what I mean? Stuff that comes out of the ground and stuff that is like one word. You know what I mean? Like, you know, beef, chicken, cheese, lettuce, you know, just super, super simple stuff. Um, And then obviously when we're looking at cheese, um, you know, um, we just want to go for, you know, something that doesn't have when we flip it, doesn't have like, you know, collegiate science fair in regards to like, you know, chemicals and crap in there. Right. Super, super simple. Um, And that that actually tackles a handful of things. Right. So, for example, for type two diabetics, one of our issues is our um our mitochondria, right, the little um, energy engines or the little powerhouses of, this, of the of our cells, if you will, um, they don't work at 100%. Um, some cases or some people say it's down to, like, 50%, right? So if you ever, like, remember getting back into, like, the bus when you were a kid, you know, going for, like, a bus ride or whatever, imagine all the kids jumping in and then, like, you know, the, 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 um, the engine, only half of it working, okay? Um, so we don't have the same efficiency that a lot of other non-diabetics have um, on a cellular level, mitochondrial level. Um, and so the easiest way to combat that is whenever we look at the nutritional content of food, okay. Nutritional content of food. And we look at things that are processed, right. Part of the reason why we eat so much of it and it's high calorie and we're still, we get everything from like, you know, tired to, um, to even like hungry again, right, right after is because, um, our body is firing, on these signals saying, dude, there's food coming in, but because the nutritional content isn't there, it's like, great, we ate all these calories, but, you know, whenever you put something through, um, you process something, put chemicals to it. If you notice a lot of the times that these, we eat these, uh, you know, processed foods, and I'm guilty of it too, they have to re-fortify or re-inject the, like, vitamins and stuff like that because it basically lost it all in the processing You know, and a lot of times, even then it's never back to a hundred percent. Some certain processed foods can lose anywhere up to like, you know, 85 to like 90% of its nutritional content. So, and it's just a bunch of junk calories at that point, you know? So how do we, how do we combat that is, you know, obviously giving it as much nutrient dense, um, much nutrient content whole Foods, okay, whole foods, whole, whole foods, which actually kind of like bleeds into number four, pillar number four, which is nutritionally dense, okay, high in nutritional content and serve multiple functions, okay. And the easiest way, you know, to say whenever I say multiple functions, you know, it, it's not complex, um, it's really something as simple as, um, you know, guacamole. OK, or, you know, Google, even if you will. And here's what I mean by that. OK, so let's say you and I go on online and we look at like the nutritional benefits of an avocado. Now, obviously, not everybody likes avocado, but if you can understand this one food and look at all the different foods that all these different diets have in common and all the, um, you know, all the, uh, the endless combinations that they can go together, it's like this times 10,000. Okay, so basically, you know, an, an avocado does everything from like you know lower, um, you know, bad triglycerides, help lowers and control blood sugar. Helps. Um, it's full of vitamins and nutrients, vitamins like A, E, and K. Okay, at the same time, because it's good in healthy fats, it's good for everything from the eyes, the skin, um, you know, the um, the teeth and all this. Oh, no, not the teeth. I made that one up. The eyes, the skin, the brain and a bunch of other stuff. Anyways, it also helps with the uptake of other fat soluble vitamins like A, D, E and K, okay? At the same time, full of plant fiber. Now look, nobody said that you had to be like crazy anti-meat eating Nazi to eat guacamole, okay? <laughs> obviously, right? Super super simple like common sense, right? And inside of that, obviously guacamole, depending on how you like to make it, some some people like to have Garlic, right? And then garlic is one of those things. You know, you look at the the thing with garlic, and it does you know this whole myriad of benefits right along with it. Okay, super super simple example. Nobody ever said you had to be a rocket scientist to eat guacamole. Simple, simple, simple. Okay. That being said, that's where I'm at. Um, last night I had some chicken and guacamole. Um, I'm basically making these uh, these pots of tea, um, so I'm going to be swigging on this pot all day long um um i am also i don't know if i mentioned it but just to make sure that we're I'm totally transparent here so i am um taking metformin um normally sometimes when we get sick our blood sugars can be all over the place um i work a lot now that i'm working at home i kind of like find myself doing like multi duty even more so you know um and um look let me tell you i'm the guy Okay. Let me tell you right now. I'm the guy that, um, was able to conquer type two diabetes because of a couple of people and what they told me first was my, my initial provider who told me basically everybody that goes down this path, they all go through the same thing. That lady coincidentally worked with my wife. Right. For like 12 or 14 years and was like, look, dude, if you don't want to listen to me, because I was one of these hard headed monkeys. She's like, look, dude, if you don't want to listen to me then listen to your wife and ask her what all these people go through, because my wife worked in the back and uh, saw these people struggling and going through this stuff. Um, And it kind of like made me think like, okay, like what exactly are the steps these people are going through? You know, I'm not a genius, but like if everybody's going down this one path and it doesn't lead well, well, I just need to do like the opposite, right? Like I don't want to do the same thing that's killing everybody. I mean, that's not the smartest thing to do, right? I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but I'm not a village idiot either, you know? And so I was like, all right, man, I got to do the opposite. You know what I mean? And then um, that really kind of smacked me in the face when I went to the, at the time I was shooting up twice a day, taking a half dozen pills and I go to the pharmacist and the pharmacist goes, Hey. Um, I was, I was, it was to the point where some of the medicines were having so many different, um, so many different, uh, um, side effects, you know, I was coughing uncontrollably. Um, and so we were basically playing lab rat, you know, just shaking the dice, like, you know, just playing a little bit of Yahtzee, trying to put together a combination that would work. And so we would try something, try something, try something, which is cool. You know, just being diligent, right. You're going after it. Right. At the same time, because we were trying all these different drugs, by the time I went to go fulfill my prescription at the local uh, Target, which is now a CVS, um, the lady was like, when she called my name up, she's like, whoa, she's like, dude, please don't tell me you're taking all this stuff at once. And I'm like, no. And then she goes, okay, can you please tell me, you know, what you're taking and, you know, um, so that way I can give you appropriate information, right? So I just told her everything. I told her, you know, about you know, why I'm doing these, these different drugs, shooting up twice a day, taking a half dozen pills, um, you know, having to, um, you know, having the uncontrollable coughing, trying all these different medicines just to find out what's working. And that's why she's seeing this new influx of all these different medicines, you know, getting mixed around and all this other stuff. And being told that I was 12 months from dialysis, if I didn't change anything and I just told her everything, you know, like if I had like bad nightmares, I told her about that too, probably. Okay. And, um, yeah, you know, like long story short, she's just like, okay, I get it. And she kind of like walks me through, you know, what medicine, the medicines I was taking at the time. And then it just kind of tells me, Hey, um, you know, that whole dialysis thing. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, you know, you might want to be careful because some of these medicines that you're taking can be putting a really big load on the very thing that you're trying to protect. So you might want to be careful and look, being careful could have meant anything. okay? could have meant like, you know, don't eat like an idiot or you know, drink more water, you know, but like what really kind of got me was that I could be damaging the very thing that I'm trying to protect. Like, is that even real? You know what I mean? Um, and it really didn't come to a head until I had this paranoia. It gave me a paranoia and um, I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. And I really started to fight my, my, uh, my new doctor about taking medicine. Until one day she's like, dude, like, why don't you accept help? And I was just like, I can't take this. And she was just like, why? And I'm like, because the pharmacist told me that I, she, you know, it can, it can damage the very, you no know, my, my kidneys or whatever. And she goes, well, why would she say that? I'm like, I don't know. So let's call her. You know what I mean? Like, she's probably working right now. Cause in, in my head for the longest time, it went round and round and knowing that my, and I was, I don't know if you know this, but I was one of. Uh, the kids that took my grandfather to his dialysis appointments. So I watched him fade and die in that dialysis chair. And I did not, I knew exactly what that looked like. And when he passed, because of the way he passed, it crushed my mom. Like my mom and him were, were tight and it took her years to make peace with the way that he died. And she would try to hide it. Dude, she tried to hide it forever And my daughter and I are extremely close. And so next thing you know, I'm having these like, you know, these visions in my head and I'm like, dude, I am not doing that to my wife and kids. Like my, my grandma, I think she went almost like a whole another 20 years without him. You know, she passed away alone. i mean, obviously she had her, her her kids and stuff around her, but you know, I mean, when we marry our wife, like we make that promise, right. Or marry our spouse. Like we make that promise that we're going to be there. And, uh, I have to be there. So anyways, long story short, she was like, she immediately diverted me wanting to call the pharmacist. And that didn't sit well with me at all, at all at all. And I'm like, dude, is this real? Like, what the heck is this? And it didn't take long for me at all to find out when I got home, um, what she was talking about. Okay, the ner- the term is nephrotoxic. Feel free to look it up. Nephrotoxic and more specifically, nephrotoxic medications or long story short, medications known to damage the kidneys, which is usually why a lot of part of the reason why, you know, a lot of type two diabetics, if you look at the stats, you know, and even what, even if you ignore the stats, even if we look at just, you know, what our brothers and sisters are going through, or even if I looked at what my my provider provider was telling me, or even if I looked at my grandfather, you know, like dialysis is a real thing, you know, and, um, it's usually going to be, you know, obviously the food that we eat and it can also be partially the medicines that we eat or even a combination, right? So if you're, if you're, if we're taxing it and the drugs are taxing at the same time, well, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where we all kind of see it, We're taking pills, taking shots or whatever to manipulate numbers on a sheet. But everything that the foundation is is standing on or the foundation that all these numbers are standing on are crumbling under it, you know, Um, which is a lot of times, you know, one drug turns into a stronger drug, turns into another drug, turns into a couple of drugs, turns into, you know, this whole jacked up thing. And I say that because that reality and by the way, real quick before I um, go into that nephrotoxic and nephrotoxic medications, that's what led me to the work of a gentleman by the name of Jason Fung, because he's a nephrologist. He's a kidney doctor, right? Um, if you heard the story about my friend George, okay, he also um, you know, was able to turn his health around, doing a phenomenal job, followed what his initial doctor told him, who was having him eat like oatmeal and like yogurt, okay? God bless his heart. He ended up having to go on dialysis. The cool thing is, is that when he went to dialysis, he had to see a nephrologist, right? A kidney doctor, put him on a whole new diet, bingo, right? Doing way better. The only difference there is that, man, like if, when it comes to the healthcare space, like it makes you wonder, like what if that second doctor, he had him first? He probably wouldn't be on dialysis because George is an awesome guy. He lost like, Gosh, something like 200 pounds or something like that. Um, But anyway, um, I digress. So here's basically what I'm saying. I think that I'm hoping I don't know. Look, I'm not giving medical advice. I'm just being honest and telling you what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Okay. So, yeah, I'm taking metformin. Okay. Um, And it's just part of, I think, like a, a temporary protocol. You know what I mean? Um, I kind of view it the same way that maybe my mother-in-law views her wine. You know, um, she has, you know, wine with her meals every so often. Um, but she's not a wino and she doesn't get, you know, cocked or anything like that. You know, she just wine here and there, you know, um, that's essentially the way that I'm treating this as well. Um, I am taking, um, you know, metformin. What sucks is, is I was in the middle of doing this challenge um, where I was gonna actually share everything on my blood panel and be like, Look, man, I'm eating everything from you know, like Chinese food, Mexican food, I'm sharing all this, you know, all these foods, everything from home cooked meals, healthy food, you know, vegan meals, keto meals, paleo meals, Mexican. Um I um if you actually watch my YouTube channel, went out and had pho, totally normal blood sugars the entire way through, like no big deal. You know what I mean? Um, and then be like, Hey, here's my blood panel to show people just how easy and simple it is. 100% drug free. However, this bloody thing comes along and throws everything for a curve. So, um, I say that because look, man, at the end of the day, I think our ability to adapt and learn on our feet is really what's going to make the difference. If you notice just in how we look at at and what we've learned about this virus over the last two weeks it's a night and day difference we used to think oh hey it's just older people with um you know metabolic comp you know who are metabolically or you know medical condition or you know metabolically um you know compromised right who have like medical conditions no that's not the case anymore that's not the case anymore um I mean there are people who are i think they now said like twenty to 40 20, percent uh, are like twenty to forty four or twenty to fifty four in age. There's a lady in New York who is a fitness instructor who's on a respirator um i mean i'm not twenty eight I'm definitely not that fit okay um definitely not. Um, we're also now learning that, um, specific blood types, I think, um, feel free to look this up. I think it's, um, a lower occurrence in O's versus it is the A's. Um, and so, yeah, um, I think that we just need to stay vigilant. We need to stay on our feet and more than anything, um, we need to do if, and wherever we can, what I call dynamite fishing. You know, we don't want to be like out there with a hook and a reel, we want to find where there's a big school of fish or just a big grouping of all kinds of fish and just throw a grenade in the water, you know, and, and just, you know, get as much as we can in in one shot. Same way I'm doing this whole thing with the tea, you know, um, same thing what I'm doing with, you know, the multivitamin, you know what I mean? Same thing I'm doing with my food. I'm trying to eat foods that are super, super rich in vitamins and nutrients. Okay. Um, I'm definitely, you know, getting away from a lot of the processed crap. I was eating processed crap like crazy, um, up until, you know, um, I had to turn things around and around and really because I got scared, if I could be honest, um, a huge part of me deep inside is still scared, you know, um, I am optimistic and yeah, I'm gonna do everything that I can, but in the same breath, when I look at some of these other cases, Um, where people were crept on, you know, they're like, oh yeah, it was easy or whatever. And the next thing you know, it's like, whap, you know, it just takes off on them. Um, I'm kind of hoping and praying I'm not, I'm not one of those people, you know? And so, uh, I'm going to stay vigilant. I'm going to keep cracking. Um, i am actually start really, you know, get back to posting there on YouTube and social media. I just haven't because, uh, you know, like I said, work's been crazy, crazy busy in the same breath. Um, please know that you are not alone you're not alone more than anything that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms and don't ever let anyone take that from you you know what i think that's going to be it for today um and yeah i'll see you in the next one later